0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk here video. Would you be the jerk for abandoning your own partner on a vacation? We'll find out, but first a story from Big Dream's small rooster. Am I the jerk for throwing away the food my wife put in my freezer and then putting a padlock on it? I, 39-year-old male, have been married to my wife, 32-year-old female, for four years we usually get along just fine. One of the issues that we've had since our relationship began has been about our freezer. Simply put, my wife stuffs the freezer full of food constantly. There's absolutely zero space for me to put anything in there. At first, I tried to solve this by buying the fridge with the biggest freezer we could find. I dropped nearly four grand on it. She interpreted this as an invitation to buy more frozen food, so she could play microwave dinner Tetris with the freezer. Every single nook and cranny is stuffed full. She still buys frozen foods and somehow finds a way to fit them in. The worst part is when I buy a frozen food or freeze something for meal prep, she asks me at least three to four times a day when I'm going to take it out of the freezer. She essentially nags me until I remove the food from the freezer so she can put something she won't be touching for six months in its place. Last weekend, I finally snapped and bought an inexpensive single-door deep freezer. I put it in the basement near the washer and dryer, and a couple of my own things are in there, mostly some frozen veggies and a few burritos. I didn't really mention it to my wife because she wasn't home when I brought it in. When my wife got home later in the day, she went downstairs to do laundry and discovered my freezer. She excitedly ran upstairs to tell me that the upstairs one is full and she can actually fit more food in there now. I responded that under no circumstances is she to touch the freezer because it's mine. Not a single ice cube should be put in there. Then I told her not to even ask, because I knew she'd mention 3-4 to times a day that she needs more freezer room. She sulked and tried to debate the issue, but I was able to placate her. A couple of days later I went down to the basement to get something from my freezer, and there I found it about 70% full of microwave dinners upon checking the freezer in the kitchen i found that it too was still completely full i calmly went downstairs with a large garbage bag threw everything into it and then tossed it into our trash bin then i found a padlock i had lying around and locked it with a chain later that day my wife brought more frozen food to put into the new freezer but when she got downstairs she noticed the lock and flipped her lid she told me i was being controlling When I told her that there's no way she'll ever use that freezer again, she threw something like a tantrum and left for her mom's house. She came back later that day and told me that I had 24 hours to unlock the freezer. Nothing really happened after those 24 hours, but now she's completely ignoring everything I say. I think my actions were justifiable, but was I wrong here? I don't know if OP or their family could relate, but I feel like my family kind of had a similar issue, and I feel like it kind of stems from at least at one point being a little bit more strapped for cash, and just kind of having this natural instinct to want to make sure you have as much food as possible, every inch that you can use, stocked up with something you could use to eat. Would you guys say that you're personally bad with hoarding food, or are you the kind of person that waits almost basically right up until you have to go to the store because you have nothing left? Let me know about you guys down in the comments. Our next story is from New U 2054 Am I the jerk for telling my boyfriend to stop moaning and stop being a baby when he kept complaining about being handed a baby to entertain at my brother's house? Boyfriend and I are both 18. I was going to see my brother to talk to him about some family stuff. My boyfriend was with me, so he came along. My brother and sister-in-law just had triplets, and they also have an 18-month-old, so four babies in the house. They need all the help they can get. Once I went to talk to my brother, apparently my sister-in-law handed one of the babies over to my boyfriend, told him to keep walking with her in his arms until she falls asleep. My boyfriend did that, but when we went back, he kept on complaining about the fact that my sister-in-law didn't ask him to do it. She assumed it and just put him in a position which he couldn't refuse. He could always refuse, but he considered it to be rude, so he didn't refuse. I told him, whatever, don't come again then and he accused me of dismissing his feelings and concerns. I told him that if you unexpectedly visit a family with four babies, you can't expect hospitality, and you're gonna have to help entertain a baby, that's life. He said I'm being dismissive about it. I told him to stop moaning and stop being a child. He accused me of being a jerk. I'm gonna be honest, I think OP is a jerk, and if I was in the boyfriend's shoes here, I would feel pretty disheartened. I think OP needs to identify that the boyfriend is kind of venting about how they're feeling, and if you're being honest about something and saying, oh, this kind of frustrated me when they just handed their baby off, and all you get in reply is, oh, stop moaning, don't come again then, how are you supposed to feel? OP's obviously got that just get over it mindset, but the boyfriend's looking for a bit of reassurance, and I think OP could have even have communicated how they feel without being blunt and a total jerk about it. OP very easily could have said something like, I'm sorry, if I want to go over there again, you don't have to come along. And maybe something like, just try and kick back and relax now. This next story is from Swimming Exchange 448 am I the jerk for calling out my sister for breastfeeding at my wedding? I'm 34 year old male, my sister gave birth two months ago. She brought the baby to mine and my wife's, 23 year old female's wedding. She breastfeeds wherever she goes. We visit her house, she'll breastfeed in front of us. Visiting our parents, she'll breastfeed. Going out in a public setting, she'll sit on a bench on the park and breastfeed. Go out to a restaurant, she breastfeeds everywhere. I've never spoken about it because I know she'll get mad and offended, but when she did that on my wedding, I lost my cool. During the reception dinner, she just did it again. I kindly approached her and asked her why she didn't bring formula or at least bump milk out and put it in the bottle so she wouldn't have to do all this at that moment. She said, ''Because I have to. I feel comfortable breastfeeding. Getting milk out on my own is more painful.'' I said she could just make this sacrifice and compromise for one day instead of doing this in front of 250 guests on my wedding. She then said she can't do much about it now because the baby has to have her milk. I told her she should be more thoughtful of that then instead of completely embarrassing herself and us by doing this. I told my wife what the deal was and she said I'm a jerk and should immediately apologize to my sister. My parents also sided with my sister and now pretty much everyone thinks I'm a jerk since I'm the only person who had a problem with it. The only reason I decided to call her out is because I considered it a bad etiquette and tacky to do that at a formal event and that she could have just found another solution for that night. Am I the jerk? I think OP is unequivocally the jerk here. There is literally no more natural a process than breastfeeding, and I think it's a very specifically personal thing for people to be upset about a mother breastfeeding their kid, especially if they're courteous enough to cover up while it's happening. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Every single video has awesome stories like our next story from Fun Calligrapher 330 Am I the jerk for defending my fiancé when my sister yelled at her for wearing perfume around her infant baby? My sister has an attitude that everyone should cater to her the entire time. She doesn't know what boundaries mean and just ignores any complaint we'll make regarding her behavior. Whenever she visits me and my fiancé or our parents, she'll just dump her kids to everyone else and sit around with no responsibility. One time she was mad that my fiancé couldn't babysit for her kids because my sister wanted to go to a bachelorette party. But it was also my fiancé's birthday, so she of course didn't want to stay inside watching someone else's kids on her birthday. Now, my sister gave birth to another baby. The baby's a month and a half old. On Saturday, we had to attend my cousin's wedding. My fiancé wore her usual perfume. At the reception, my sister tried to dump the baby on my fiancé again, but she didn't do so because she smelled my fiancé's perfume. She then got mad that my fiancé wore perfume and said something like, You knew you'd be around a baby and you're wearing heavy perfume like that? My fiancé told her it's a wedding, she's allowed to wear perfume. She then noticed that my fiancé also has a body glitter lotion on and my sister got even more mad. She called my fiancé insensitive for wearing perfume and body glitter, knowing she'd have to interact with the baby at some point. I told my sister that maybe she should stop trying to dump her kids onto other people, in this case my fiancé, and if other people's scents and lotions bother her so much, she should care for her own kids for once. My parents called me insensitive for saying that to my sister, and how being a mom's not easy, and I was really hard on her. They also said that I'm the jerk for defending my fiancé like that just for wearing perfume and lotion and how it's not that difficult to skip perfume and lotion so you can help someone else when they need to and they call this disrespectful to my sister's needs and the baby. I think OP's definitely not the jerk. Personally, I feel like if you're going to a wedding, a perfume, a glitter body lotion, I would say those kinds of things are almost more expected than not expected. Sorry for the sister and all, but even though there's lots of family at a wedding, that doesn't mean everybody's going to be a walking babysitter, and especially not everybody would want to be. Our next story is from Notart7855. Am I the jerk for giving my wedding photographer a bad review? I got married two months ago. Was a moderate affair. Open bar, nice dress. No kids at a slightly more upscale place than I would have liked, but I guess you only live once. We hired a photographer through a company a mid-sized place that assigned you an employee. We met with her a few times to go over expectations, venues, etc. No red flags, nothing weird. Day of the wedding, she shows up in a sheer white blouse with lace, completely see-through, with no bra. I noticed, my husband noticed, everyone noticed. I and most of my guests just spent the evening trying to look away. All through the reception, I could overhear people talking about it or joking about it. My husband and I had a good laugh about it after everything was done. Just sort of a, what the freak was that? Did that really happen? I guess every wedding needs a weird story. At least mine didn't involve a guest. A Couple of weeks ago, we got the photo package. It was good and in line with what we paid for. Two days later, I get one of those automatic emails for a survey asking how they did. Overall, I rated them well, and even rated the photographer well, except for the professional category i gave a 3 out of 5 in the box and filled in that i felt her clothing could be more professional a manager called me for more clarity i explained the outfit and said it wasn't a big deal but wasn't really situationally appropriate the manager didn't say much but sounded serious and thanked me for informing them end of story right well nope on the weekend the photographer girl shows up drunk on my lawn wearing three bras and starts screaming at my house Long story short, she was let go from her job and felt that I was the jerk to blame. Eventually, we had to call the police to have her removed. People I know are torn. Some think it was funny and I should let it go. Others think it deserved to be called out. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk here because the bottom line is the survey is asking for how OP felt. Not only did they wear something that was weirdly see-through, but it was also a white blouse. Like from start to finish, their whole outfit showed a complete lack of respect for what kind of venue it was and for the people they're taking photos for. It's not OP's fault that them sharing their legitimately not so great experience got this person fired. Our next story is from psychological ebb 941 Am I the jerk for telling a lady on the bus to shut up? Today I went out with some friends. There was 35 degrees celsius, 95 degrees fahrenheit outside. I hate any temperature that goes above 30. I got on the bus, and at the next stop, a lady sat down next to me, even though there were plenty of other seats empty without anyone next to you. So that got me a little annoyed, but okay. After five minutes, she receives a phone call and doesn't bother to speak somewhat silently. Pretty sure everyone on the bus heard her. I was getting pretty pissed, but I put on my headphone. When she finishes the phone call, she tries to talk to me. I ignore her, but she keeps going, and eventually she pokes me, and at that point, I was mad. I take off my headphones and say, Lady, you've been talking non-stop, and I'm pretty sick and tired of this, so would you do me the favor of shutting the freak up? She then tells me I'm an uneducated jerk and gets off at the next station. So, Reddit, am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk. Maybe they could have said something about they just don't want to talk. But to me i think there's no expectation to ever do that and she should have gotten the memo when she had to go and poke them for op to even acknowledge her i'm not gonna lie if i was in op situation and i sat down by the window and it was also as hot as it was outside and somebody chooses to ignore all the open seats and plops down next to me you know putting their human generator heat right next to me i would be silently fuming If anything, saying that to her and then her immediately getting off the bus at the next stop was like mission success to me. Our next story is from Disaster Daughter. Am I the jerk for not opening the door for the cops when I was babysitting? I'm a college student making some extra money babysitting this summer. I was staying at this family's house in a different neighborhood I wasn't familiar with with their four-year-old and six-year-old for an evening. I was getting them ready for bed and I heard shots. I told the kids that it must be fireworks. I just got them in bed on the side of the house that wasn't near the street and sat quietly in their room for a bit until they were asleep. I heard some knocking on the door and I didn't move even when the guy called out that it was the police and wanted to talk. Now to some of y'all, that might seem weird, especially if you have police forces that are trustworthy, but I grew up in a country where the police were outwardly aggressive and dangerous to bring around. Calling the police on any kind of crime against a woman was a surefire way to get a second crime done that night. So I was taught early by my mom to never call police, just go to sleep. If they come around, you didn't see or hear crap. You were sleeping. My family moved to America when I was 13 and learned that while the police in our area pretend like there's a more formal, safe organization, they're no different than the ones back home. Even worse because, at least at home, everyone knows they're corrupt and won't tell them anything or help them with anything. But here, some people believe the air of respectability they put on and aid them. It's a rougher area I'm living in and I can say for certain that I've never seen a cop protect or serve the community. So for me it was the most obvious thing ever that you don't come to the door if the cops knock. Like that's just generally accepted in the places I've lived as the stupidest crap you can do i found out when the parents came home that that's not universal they live in a rich neighborhood and i guess they do actually feel protected and safe with their police but i didn't know that so when the mom came in and asked what was going on on the street i said i don't know i didn't see anything she said i must have noticed all the sirens and lights and i said yeah i saw there were cops around one knocked i don't know what it's about she asked me what he had to say and I said like it was the most obvious thing in the world. I don't know, I didn't come to the door. She got angry and asked why I wouldn't go see what was happening and talk to the officer. I was honestly incredulous. To me, it was obvious. I didn't explain myself well since I was so incredulous and said, why would I? In a what the heck are you thinking kind of tone. She said I should leave and that she didn't want me watching her kids again. I had to argue with her just to get paid, but she eventually did, but tipped like crap. Am I the jerk for not opening the door and not asking questions when I was babysitting and the police came around? I think personally that OP isn't the jerk here. I think OP's scared in that moment. As far as OP's concerned and everywhere OP's been, they believe that they cannot trust the police. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend, but what won't change? Needing health insurance. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Whatsoever. So imagine you're in this house with this four and six year old kid. Somebody's knocking on that door. And you believe that no matter what, the person on the other side of that door you cannot trust whatsoever? Are you ever actually going to go open that door? I don't think so. This next story is from Affectionate Wait 385 Am I the jerk for telling my former brother-in-law that my sister's money for their child is nothing to do with him? I lost my sister Mia to cancer 11 years ago. She left behind her son Kai, who was four, and her daughter Ella, who was three. My sister was married to Luke, but when she became ill, she had turned to me and the rest of her family for help with her kids' inheritance. She asked that we buy her out of her share of the business our grandparents left us many years ago so she could leave her kids money. We did just that and it allowed her to leave a sizable sum for both kids. It's enough to cover college for both and leave them with money for something else. Or they could buy a house each. My sister just wanted them to have something real that could be there for them when she couldn't be. She ended up leaving me in charge of the accounts for the kids. Luke met his current wife two years after my sister died and married her within six months, and added five more kids over the following three years. They've struggled over the years. One of his stepchildren has physical health issues, another has special needs and requires a lot of therapies. Money's often tight. We've been made aware of this by him over the years. He didn't know about the money until he actually read the letter my sister left for him, which informed him of the existence of the money. Ever since he learned of it 18 months ago, he has been determined to get his hands on it. He's accused me of letting my nephew and niece starve when I could have dipped into the account. Which I can't and which I didn't. They never starved. He said I was dividing his family and so on. He told me that the money needs to be split seven ways. That Mia was selfish to keep the money from his reach so he couldn't use it on all his kids. That it was selfish of her to come between his family after she died since he'd been a loyal husband to her one of his stepchildren ended up missing out on an opportunity due to a lack of money he tried to get my niece and nephew to ask me for money for their step-sibling to do it but the kid said in front of him that they wanted to keep the money in the account which angered him he told me that i didn't have the right to do this that his kids money should be accessible by him their father I told him that the money my sister left for their children is nothing to do with him. That my sister made it so, and he needed to act like it doesn't exist since it doesn't for anyone but my nephew and niece. Let's just say he wasn't happy, am I the jerk for what I said? Money and especially inheritance money just brings out the worst in people. I think OP's not the jerk, and it's pretty clear that this guy sees a wealth of money sitting in an account and feels like they might be able to get their fingers all over that, try to will their way into somehow being owed these thousands of dollars. They can try as they might, but if it was set up properly, there's no way they can get their hands on that money. It's also crazy to think that his new kids with his new wife would ever somehow be connected to being owed any of that money. Our next story is from Dices1433. Am I the jerk for refusing to let my boyfriend have my bank account info to make a purchase? I, female 31, have been with my boyfriend, male 37, for 8 months. He has 3 kids and is a single dad. We're on pretty good terms regarding almost everything. When it comes to money and spending, we take turns to invite each other out weekly. We don't live together, obviously. Several times, he's had me pay for his kids' purchases. I didn't make a big issue out of it for the sole reason that those purchases were relatively small. All I had to pay was $30 to $60. The other day, he called me while I was at work and sounded like he was in a hurry. He said he just found the gaming device he's been looking for for so long and wanted to buy it for his oldest son. I asked what this has to do with me and he told me he was short on money and needed $300. He asked me to lend him the $300 and I hesitated but agreed. He asked for my bank account info so he could pull the money but I refused and told him to wait for me till I got there. He insisted and said he'd handle it. All I had to do was send him my bank account info after I end the call with him. His insistence made me uncomfortable so I still said no and told him to either wait or I won't pay. He got mad at me saying he didn't get why I was acting like this He got so loud, I had to hang up. I found him sitting outside after I went home. He was waiting for me and was extremely upset. He asked why I didn't just send him the account info so he could pull the money we agreed on. I told him I just don't feel comfortable letting anyone have my personal info, especially when it comes to finances. He got offended and said, I'm not just anyone, I'm your freaking partner. Then went on a rant about how he ended up not paying the gaming device after looking for it for so long and now his kid's mad at him and it's my fault. We had a fight, then he left and told me I'd better have an apology for him and his son the next time I call his phone. I haven't called yet, but I feel like I acted stupidly and irrationally. I think I should have just given him the info he asked for. I don't know if I made the right decision. I think OP is definitely not the jerk here, and it's kind of sad to see that in the end OP starting to lean towards feeling self-conscious and if they were a jerk. Giving up your bank info is a very serious thing, and not something you should just throw around because it's not like a credit card. You know, if there's a false charge or something you didn't approve on a credit card done, you can reverse that and get your money back. If it's in your bank account, it gets a little bit harder. Our next story is from Perfectly Worthless 99. Am I the jerk for warning my friend that the guy she's dating has a fetish for Asian chicks? I have these two friends who recently started dating, Mark and Alexis. Mark is a white guy and Alexis is Korean. I'm black, but that's not really relevant. I'm in separate friend groups with both of them. And my group with Mark, it's mostly guys, so we of course speak differently. One of the things the group gives Mark crap for is that he has a thing for Asian chicks, but it's mostly Japanese culture. It's the kind of thing we joke him about, but it's actually very weird. He said multiple times that he wants to go to Japan and find himself a traditional Japanese wife. He has hiragana tattoos, is obsessed with Karen Fukuhara, is just really into crap like that. When he told us that he was dating a new girl, I assumed it would be an Asian girl, but I didn't know it would be Alexis. Because I'm also close with Alexis, I felt like it would be a good move to at least warn her. I feel that a small mistake I made was warning her kind of publicly. I'll admit fault there, but the topic of Mark was up and I just kinda said it. I said I'd be careful about him because he has a certain thing for Asian girls. I told her that Mark was a good guy, but he just has a weird interest in Asian women. She kind of wrote it off to me, but then apparently she told him what I said. He was pissed at me. He said that what I told her was incredibly inappropriate, and that I was just jealous that he's with her and I'm not. Alexis is also mad at me for trying to stick my nose in her relationship, and trying to embarrass her in front of the rest of our friends. I feel like this is really unfair, as I would appreciate it if someone told me that a girl I was seeing had a fetish for black men. Am I the jerk? I don't think you would be the jerk for warning somebody over weird behavior could it have been handled better probably should it have been private again probably but i don't think you could ever be the jerk for giving a heads up to a friend about somebody who they're seeing who you've already seen some weird bothersome concerning or maybe even just downright creepy behavior from this next story is from national bid 9571 Am I the jerk for telling my husband's ex-wife to get over herself at her demands my stepdaughter have her own room? I'm a widow who from my previous marriage has two daughters, a 15-year-old and a 9-year-old. I remarried two years ago to a divorcee who has a 10-year-old daughter after dating him for four years. We met through our younger girls both doing swimming. This isn't a case of me splitting him up from his ex-wife, as I know some will likely ask that. Things with his ex-wife have been cordial, though not particularly warm. He moved into my house, and I converted my office into a bedroom for her when she visited, so she'd have her own room and set up an office space in our bedroom instead. My daughters love their stepsister, and treat her just like another sister. My youngest and her especially get on, as they're already friends. I recently got offered a promotion, which would mean we need to move to the city, which is more expensive. We'll be selling the current home to fund this, but based on our current savings and the money we'd get from the sale, the only houses in our price range are three bedrooms. Not ideal, but we can make it work. The plan was for me and my husband to share one room, my oldest daughter to have her own room, and my youngest daughter to share a room with her stepsister. They'd also get one of the larger rooms. When his ex-wife was dropping her off, we filled her in on the plans and the properties we'd been looking at to keep her up to date. After all, her kid will be staying with us, sometimes she has a right to be kept informed of this matter. But she did not like the fact that her daughter would have to share a room, as she had never done that before. I tried to assure her that it would be fine, that the girls got along well and they'd have a larger room to prevent squabbling over space. She was still not happy about this and told me that if anything, my daughter should share and leave a room free for her daughter. I told her my teenage daughter wasn't going to share a room with her little sister and leave a room free for whenever my stepdaughter came to stay, that my daughters will be the one living in the house full time, so they need their own space. My husband added here that that wasn't really a fair request, and at least the two younger are friends. She insists we should get a mortgage to pay for a bigger place if our savings and the sale can't give us enough money to buy somewhere big enough. Now this could be an option, but neither of us are keen on starting out with debt, and I personally feel that that is none of our business. We fought more, until I finally told her to get over herself, that it wasn't like I was making her daughter sleep on the couch, or putting her in with a much older kid, or one that her daughter couldn't stand, that to the younger kids, it would be just like a sleepover, heck, even with their own rooms they sometimes do this. Maybe I'm the jerk for snapping, but I just reacted at her continual pushing. My husband understands why I did this, but says I maybe went too hard, too fast. I hate that I may make things more awkward in the future through this. I think OP's not the jerk. I think the solution that they've got here seems to work pretty well. I think the kids get along well. I think it seems like they're gonna mesh well sharing a big room together. And frankly, I don't think anybody enjoys that constant pushing and bickering, so... I don't really blame them for snapping. And our final story of the day is from an anonymous poster, am I the jerk for refusing to pay for my husband's family to go on vacation with us, and then leaving without him? I'm a 45-year-old female, I share 4 beautiful children, 23, 20, 17, and 14, with my husband, 49-year-old male. We've been together for nearly 30 years and married for 24. We always take a big family vacation every summer. Due to COVID, that was put on a hiatus. Usually he pays for his parents and vice versa, together we pay for our children. One of his brothers needed help, so my husband decided to cover him and his family. My husband retired a couple years ago, we've always had separate accounts and a joint account. He's always been an avid hunter and fisherman. We're not rich, but we do live comfortably. I managed our finances to get us to this point. Now, when he retired, he started managing his money because I didn't agree with his irrational purchases. He recently invested a large portion of his savings into a large hunting tract, citing it was a steal that he couldn't turn down. Mind you, we live in a large property where the hunting game is in abundance. I didn't understand the need to buy more acreage. Maybe it's a hunting thing. If there's any hunters on here, please let me know. I reminded him that our trip was coming up, and that he should have waited to make the purchase, since to cover his brother and his family of six, plus his parents, would be expensive. He assured me that he had it covered. I come home to a pretty boat in our driveway. I don't know a thing about boats, but all I saw was money. My husband receives a nice pension each month, but a percentage of it goes to our joint account and the rest to his savings. I calculated the land, and finally learning about the price of the boat, I knew he couldn't possibly have enough to cover the trip, which included our kids as well so i asked him about how he was planning on paying he said he had it covered time rolls around for us to book everything he mentions that he noticed i had a significant amount of money in my personal account and was wondering if i could pay for the entire trip and he would pay me back his half i told him no he was aware of this trip and ignored it my husband hates owing anybody and therefore he would find a reason why he shouldn't have to pay me back which is a con artist move to me. I proposed he sign an agreement to repay me with interest if he didn't pay me back in a set amount of time. We had a huge argument about it, and he ended up leaving. I called and texted. No response. I received nasty texts from mother-in-law, sister-in-law, and his sisters about how I was treating him. Therefore, I booked my family and I, I was even kind enough to purchase his ticket, though I hadn't seen or heard from him in over two weeks. The moment we left for vacation, the harassing calls and texts started. I turned my phone off and enjoyed my vacation. I came home to a nasty letter and his wedding ring, stating that he wouldn't be returning until I apologized to him and his family for how I'd treated them. I'm not apologizing, but I am wondering, am I wrong for not paying and suggesting him pay me back? Am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk, and frankly, I feel for OP because it sounds to me like at this point, the long con for the husband is to divorce them and try to take like half of OP's money that they still saved up. Although, if that were to happen, I'm sure that would get very messy very quickly because the value of all that land they bought, the value of that boat they bought, wherever they're living in, if they own a house, all that stuff does come into play as marital assets. So I don't know, as far as OP goes, I feel like this is kind of a lose-lose situation, but I think they're not the jerk. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk here story that was way crazier than any of the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. That said though, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with quins.